Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly. We're back with our last Western North Carolina Fishing Report of the Year with Dale Collins at Tuckaseegee Fly Shop. How you doing, Dale? Doing great, Marvin. That's uh, that's exciting news. That's a great reminder that 2020 is almost over. Yeah, you know, I, I certainly hope that 2021 is better than 2020. <laughs> There's nowhere to go but up. <laughs> there you go. So I took a quick look at your weather before we hopped on, and you know we were talking. You got a pretty good shot of rain um, that probably has things messed up for the next few days, but it looks like you got pretty seasonable temperatures, kind of for the next two weeks or so. Yeah, you know we kind of got into a rhythm there where like every Monday at front we come through, and then the following Tuesday morning we'd hit Northwest Flow where we get snow showers. I think the last time we talked the the snow plows were rolling and, um, and it was, it was a pretty, pretty chilly week there. Um, uh, but yeah, we're, we're having, you know, days in the fifties today. I think it warms up to 60 degrees. Um, tonight it's going to drop down, you know, around 28 or 30. And, you know, that's, that's kind of ideal for this time of year and wasn't a cloud in the sky today after that front cleared out of here. Um, so, you know, you, you're going to have to watch the forecast a little bit. And if it says there rains, and you've got a you got a trip planned, and you know you probably still have to stick with it and see, wait and see what happens. Really, yeah. And I, so I guess what that really means is if you're going to fish in the park on the wild stuff, you probably can start a little bit later to let things warm up. But I imagine the water temperatures on the tuck are still probably pretty good. That's right. Water temperatures on the tuck because that water is coming out of the dam. It's still in the uh, mid to low fifties, maybe dipping into the upper forties on the backside of some of these fronts where it gets really cold with the winds out of the north. Um National Park water temps, Cataloochee sitting around uh, let's see, lower forties, maybe topping around out around forty five, forty eight in the late afternoon on these warmer days. Um but your window is certainly like ten AM to four. Like the warmest part of the day is definitely that that eleven to three window. So as the water warms up either side, you know, there's certainly be some hatches kicking off and bluing olives have been the most predominant hatch for sure. Got it. So really just kind of nymph them up, fish streamers, and then maybe around lunchtime, see if you can sneak one in on a dry fly. Exactly. Yeah. E- even if you're out on the tuck, don't hesitate to, in the afternoons, don't hesitate to throw on a little like 18 bluing olive and uh, see if you can just, just have some fun with some fish on the dry fly. Otherwise, though, yeah, you know, your standard issue, girdle bugs trailed with a flashy nymph, like a rainbow warrior, uh, those, that's going to be a, a standard there. Squirmy is going to do well also. Yeah, there you go. And we've got a question from Christian. Christian wanted to get your thoughts on kind of tactics for fishing for mountain brook trout this time of year. That's a great question. Thanks for uh, submitting that, Christian. Um, you, you know, really, you sort of have to really study the weather. Uh, you want to catch it on these days, like, uh, I believe it was, uh, one day last week, I believe we hit 66 or 68 degrees. So that's a, that's going to be a day where if, if you're in the right place and the sun's on the right side of the mountain or you're on the right side of the mountain and the creek is, um, then, then that sunshine is going to warm that creek up and you can probably see some activity. What we run into this time of year, then the further we get into winter, the more likely this is to happen. Their metabolism just completely shuts down because of the water temp. And in some of these creeks, this is crazy. I, read, I think this is an article from NC Wildlife, the site my uh, source here. But the brook trout, the native brook trout, will actually like burrow down into the sand 
basically burying themselves and just completely become dormant. They're not even going to move. Um, and they're just going to conserve as much energy as possible. And, um, the only thing that can really get them is if the entire water column and stream bed freezes. And we've actually seen, I believe it was some of those polar vortexes back in like 2015. We saw, um, where the stream bed had actually frozen and, uh, you know, the ice was essentially coming up from the bottom of the river. Um, and that, that can cause some problems. So they, they'll find ways to survive. Uh, if you can find where a spring's coming in, they'll, they'll kind of cluster up and kind of put their noses right on that warmer water coming up from the ground um, in, the, in the riverbed. And, uh, but, you know, for the most part, it's, it's, it's going to be a slow game, low expectations, um, maybe throw some really small nymphs and, you know, just kind of set every now and then if you don't feel anything happening. Yeah. And, you know, kind of following up on that, you know, Dale, if it rains, is that going to be one of those events in the wintertime that's going to tick the temperature up a little bit as long as you don't have any snow melt related to that? It absolutely would. And, you know, we, we saw that here Friday and the Saturday. You know, we had some warm rain, you know, 60 degree rain come through. Uh, obviously, the elevation changes, you're, you're going to see that temperature warm up. But um, the deeper holes, they're going to be slower to warm up. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that's a great point, man. Cool. Well, well, you know, listen, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. Um, you can send them to us, you can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. If we use your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag. And, you know, very early in 2021, Dale, we'll have the drawing for among all the folks that to ask questions throughout the year and they'll get some cool stuff from the shop. Sounds good, man. Yeah, and you know, uh, before I let you hop, a couple things. I know you've got a special event uh, with Norvice in February you want to talk about, but also let folks know shop hour so Chris Kingle can come in and get the last little bit of his shopping done. That's right. So in Bryson City, we're going to be 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then run Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 9 to 5. Then over in Silva, the location downtown, we're going to be uh, – pretty much nine to five Monday through Saturday. They're closed on Sunday in both locations. Um, obviously check out tuckflyshop.com. There's some great, uh, Black Friday deals, uh, running all the way until the end of the year. And, uh, obviously some other, uh, offerings as well. Um, yeah, you know, so we were, you know, we've got a great relationship with Tim there with Norvice and, uh, we had a day in October here where, uh, Tim was down and we had a demo day in the shop. I was like, you know, we should really just have Tim come down here and let's make a, make it a weekend event. Um, and so that's what we've done. We, it was called the Norvice bootcamp. Um, it's, it's 1399 and that includes your lodging, all your meals, and then also a complete Norvice tying system built into that price. Um, and of course you're going to get instruction. I think the last, I think there's four Norvice pros that are that are going to be there. We're topping this out at six people, so it's going to be some great one-on-one instructional opportunities. Um, you're going to be at the Best Western River Escapes, uh, right on the fly fishing trail in Dillsboro, right beside the Tuckasegee River. So it's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be a great event. A lot of learning going on, and and just immersion, like just you're really just total immersion into the Norvice world and and how to set it up, how to get the bobbins going, and then obviously some uh, pattern instruction. Yeah, very cool. And Dale, is it possible, like if someone was local, uh, can they 
kind of sign up and do the instruction and not have to do the hotel and all that kind of stuff? Great question. Yeah, we, we have it broken out where if you've already got a Norvice um, and you just need the hotel and instruction, then we can get that for you. If, if, if you've already got like a second home here or live around, you know, driving distance here, uh, we've got it broken out with the lodging and device removed as well. So we can we can uh, a la carte this thing uh, to fit anyone's needs. Well, there you go, you know, folks, and that's going to be a great event because I guess you've got you got Tim, right, and Tyler. Yep, Tim, Tyler, I think Braden. Yep. Yeah, I think Braden's jumping in, and then of course Shannon, uh, our very, very own big mess. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, folks, I can't believe it's already the end of 2020. It's been a long year, but I do want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Dale. You too, Marvin. <laughs>